Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Thursday, January 27th edition of the program. It's getting cold here at NYC. We've got a big storm coming, so good time to catch up on any podcast you've missed of the Bucks Accent Show this weekend, if you're on the East Coast at least. But let's get right to the news today. When is this all going to end? When do we win and the crazy libs, the commies, have to give it up? Fauci won't give specific numbers on that. Plus, we have a whole lot more speculation around the next Supreme Court justice after Breyer announced his impending, well, he didn't really announce it. Looks like they forced his hand, but his impending retirement tomorrow. Russia, Ukraine, still waiting. I think Russia's going in any any moment now. We'll see. We'll be discussing that and also other important stories of the day like, well, we'll see what we have time for. Migrant flights all over the U.S. They're just distributing illegal immigrants all over the United States, paying for it with your tax dollars, by the way. Something we'll be talking about for sure. But look, have you ever wanted to invest in real estate? I love real estate investing. I've become a real estate investor. In fact, I just closed on a house this week through my friends at Done For Your Real Estate. Here's what they do. If you've never invested in real estate before and you want to make smart, long-term real estate investments that will bring you free cash flow very early on, but also allow you to build equity over time in a house in that property, you got to go with Done For Your Real Estate. They have expertise in specific cities across the country, and they set you up with everything. They've got a broker on the ground. They set you up with the loan, the management company to get the tenant in place. They take care of it all. It is concierge real estate investing, and I'm now multiple houses in with these guys. It's been a fantastic experience. You've got to check it out. This is, especially given how the stock market's going, all this stuff, get it a stable, stable real estate investing, friends. Go to Done For You buck.com to see how it works that's done for you buck.com one more time done for you buck.com when does this end the fouch dr fauci he has a big portrait of himself on the wall he even has a bobblehead on his desk he's got probably a little uh statuette a figurine perhaps of himself perhaps in a mold of soap that he keeps in the bathtub area to remind himself of his greatness. He doesn't want that to end. This guy's in his 80s. He's the most frequent public figure on TV, I think, uh, public, <laughs> I was a public servant, not exactly, you could ever imagine. He doesn't want this to go away. So when people ask him, like, okay, you keep saying, when we reach a level of diminution, when we reach a place where the numbers are under a control similar to, you know, the usual Fauci song and dance. Okay, what does that look like? I mean, give us, when will you let us go, Fauci? When will you stop with your little clammy hand, your little smurf paw around our throats and over our faces with those dumbass masks? Yeah. Well, first of all, the important point to make is that we are not there right now. As Dr. Walensky said, when you have over 2,000 deaths, 150,000 hospitalizations, and you have people who are now getting infected to the tune of somewhere around 700,000 a day, we're not there yet. Where we want to be is that sufficient control, and control we mean not eradication, like we did with smallpox, that's unreasonable, not necessarily elimination, like we've done with polio and with measles by mass vaccination campaigns, but a level of control 
that does not disrupt us in society, does not dominate our lives, does not prevent us to do the things that we generally do under normal existence. Okay, what's the level? Notice the usage of the word control here so many times. A level of control. Right, control like over us. Give us the number, so that way when we hit it, and we will because these viruses are seasonal, then we get to say, go Fauci yourself, leave us all alone. That's what I want to know. I want to establish a metric. You'll recall that even in in New York City, we experienced this before. I mean, to give you a sense of how bad the tyranny was, how stupid the tyranny was around COVID, uh, you actually had at one point de Blasio just decide gyms can't open. And people said, well, hold on a second. You said when we get to phase two or phase three or whatever it is, gyms would open. You said, no, no, I just decided not safe. Yeah, you know, screw you, screw the gym owner, screw everybody. I, I, I made the decision, not safe for you. What? Yeah, he just did it because he felt like it. These tyrants love this power. They luxuriate in it. They are obsessed with it. They do not want to give it up. And it's just appalling. What you are seeing, though, here is the collapse in real time of the narrative of the left. We have to keep the pressure on. Anyone who still believes Fauci is is just not very bright at this point. If you think Fauci is accurate, smart, fair, non-political, you're just not a very smart person. Just that's where we are. I think we've been there for a while, but now it's beyond any doubt. And you can tell the White House is getting desperate because they're they're making even for their own propaganda purposes sloppy statements. Here is Governor Ron DeSantis, for example, pointing out the White House press secretary Jen Psaki called out Florida for not doing enough to open schools play two. the white house press secretary you know stands in front of that podium and lies through her teeth every single day and usually about the state of florida the other day she said florida hasn't done enough to get schools open are you kidding me i remember them criticizing me when we did this almost two years ago we were the only big state to have every every school district open for in person and we did that way before Biden was even president. We didn't need the, the Biden stimulus money for that. We did it. We opened them. And yet they're saying Florida didn't do it. And you look right now, all the school closures across the, the country, you don't see that happening here like you do there. They're getting desperate, you see. And this is an example of that because their propaganda is sloppy. The truth about propaganda, for those who are wondering, it actually comes from the the term comes from the Catholic Church, and it wasn't initially negative. It was for the propagation of the faith. The church created essentially a commission to make sure that there were people looking at the spread of Catholicism around the world. This was, I think, in the 17th century. I could be, you might have to fact check me on the date. Uh, But they were going to spread the faith around the world. They wanted to make sure it was the proper faith. Uh, And I think it was propaganda de fide, the propagation, or propagatio de fide. I have to remember what the which was the propagation of the faith. The continuation of the faith is where the term propaganda comes from. But you know what happened? In the 20th century, all of a sudden you had the rise of mass media and mass marketing and wartime propaganda, particularly as seen in the First and Second World Wars. And all of a sudden it took on this term. You were trying to spread information, not so that people knew facts, but so they had certain emotions. They came to certain conclusions based upon 
the curation and the presentation of facts. And that is when, and really radio was among the very first methods of propaganda, of course, and uh, the printing press clearly number one, but then radio spread it to a whole next level and it became something that has a negative connotation. But for propaganda to work, it has to be somewhat believable. And when you have Jen Psaki in the White House saying Florida hasn't done enough to open schools, Florida is, this is like saying, you know, Michael Phelps didn't do enough to swim fast during his career. Like, what do you even say to that? Right? Obviously the most decorated uh, Olympian, do we say nautical or is that only for like boats? No. What do do you say for somebody who spends their time in the water swimming? I don't know, whatever. A swimmer. There we go. Aquatic, thank you. Life Aquatic with Steve Zuzu. Did you ever see that one? I didn't see that one. No. Bill Murray. Might be worth it. But yes, an aquatic individual, not a nautical individual unless he was on a boat. Any point being, if someone said that, you know, if someone said that um, Hussein Bolt doesn't run fast enough, you'd say, okay, so you're crazy, right? That's like saying Ron DeSantis hasn't done enough to open up schools. But Jen Psaki says it, because what else is she going to say? We're awful? We, we just lie to you? We have nothing worth saying about any of this? Keep in mind, they're also shutting down access to monoclonal antibodies. FDA saying no more monoclonal antibodies. Ron DeSantis pointing out, what the heck is this all about? Play clip one, if you will. Recently, she said that the monoclonals do not work, definitively do not work against Omicron, and they have really bad side effects. That's what she said. And that is not true based on what we've seen in the state of Florida. Obviously, human physiologies die. Anything you take, it's potentially. That's why we have the observation period where people are observed. We did the observation period for the vaccinations, too, just to see, because these things happen. But the idea that somehow this has led to, like, massive adverse reactions is just a lie. And it is a lie designed to buttress politically a position that they have taken which is just indefensible he's absolutely right they're just saying this for the political propaganda purposes that's why they've said they're saying that all of a sudden monoclonals are risky it's antibodies the vaccine they put in people's arms and now we're going on shot four for a lot of folks do you know what it does it spurs the creation of antibodies in your system do you know what the monoclonals are Antibodies they put into your system. So in what world are the vaccines so safe, but the monoclonals, oh, not safe? And they say, oh, but it's all Omicron. And the old, oh, the vaccines were also not created for Omicron. The vaccines are also not very effective against this new variant when it comes to infection and spread. So what are we really talking about here? Ah, Florida has an association with monoclonals. Florida, if you're a Democrat, equals bad, scary, even though everyone's flocking there. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people are saying, get me to Florida. I'm one of them. Get me to Florida. Get me the hell out of these crazy blue states. They'll just lie about it. They don't care. They will just lie about it. That's the way they do things. And it is it is appalling. All right, we got the Supreme Court opening that will come uh, in the you know, middle of this year, basically, after the term is over. The Senate's going to go this summer, and they're going to try to get a new Supreme Court justice on before the midterms, of course, because I think Democrats know that they're in for a rough one. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. How you save your money, how you invest your money, these are very personal matters, as you know. 
projecting the value of your savings account, that's a universal concern. We all want to have a savings account that doesn't shrink in value as inflation is really starting to bite. We all see it. The best way to protect that value is investing some of your savings in precious metals like gold and silver. Owning real gold is a practical matter. The Oxford Gold Group leads the way in making that easy to accomplish. I own real gold. I have it at home. I keep it locked, secure in a place where I know I've got it. And it is a store of value over time. If you've never had this done before, I'm telling you, you get that real gold sent to your home. You're just like, this this is a pretty amazing experience. And you're going to want to get more, too. That's what's happened with me. And you have it as part of your portfolio, right? It's part of your portfolio. It's, you know, look at... Nothing, nothing should be uh, too heavily in one area. Gold is a great way to diversify. They'll explain everything to you at the Oxford Gold Group. Just give them a call now. They'll have real gold delivered to your home. It's so easy. 833-404-GOLD. Learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and deliver to your door. That's the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-G-O-L-D. So what's going on with the... Supreme Court possibility here. Let's talk about this for a second. First of all, Jen Psaki's, she's just like not going to comment on this right now because like it's not like totally official. And yeah, like it's just not, you know, a thing. Well, I've commented on this previously. The president has uh, stated and reiterated his commitment to nominating a black woman to the Supreme Court and certainly uh, stands by that. Um, for today, again, uh, I'm just not going to uh, be able to say anything about uh, any specifics until, of course, uh, Justice Breyer makes any uh, announcement should he decide to make an announcement. Let me tell you what I think happened here. I think they forced his hand. I think they decided that they were going to just let it out there that he was retiring, and then it was a foregone conclusion. So he couldn't back out. They wanted to accelerate the process. That's what I think went on here. That is uh, my belief, as for all. And there's a little bit of reporting that that tended to indicate something along those lines as well. Um, But let's start with this. And I have to admit, even I, at first, wasn't taking this initial I, I i didn't think about it when the announcement happened because it, it immediately turned to oh we are going to be uh we're going to have somebody who's a black female on the supreme court because biden promised that what do we think about those kinds of promises from a president i, I think that's it's worth asking the question i'm only going to put what if he said i'm only going to put a transgender um a, a transgender samoan as secretary of defense now i i am unfamiliar i don't believe there's ever been a transgender samoan in any cabinet level position in the united states government i mean i'm pretty sure um so would that be the advancement of diversity and inclusion people might say well no that's a little we want the best person irrespective of skin color for the job right that's usually how we think of this um here, here, just to, to note, is how it was. Uh, one CNN reporter broke this news yesterday. I would be overjoyed and thrilled to know that somebody who looks like me and has the mental prowess that each of these women have and the credibility, the capability, the uh, distinction of having served as judges and as extraordinary lawyers over their time would finally, and I emphasize the word finally, finally be given the opportunity to sit on the highest court in the land. Now, if the qualifications of the uh, the individuals here 
are what they would normally be for another Supreme Court justice. Great. I don't know. I have not looked over the list. I don't know the names of these. Uh, in this case, African-American female uh, members of the judiciary who are under consideration. I believe they're all members of the judiciary. They don't have to be, but I think they are. But you'll notice that there's a problem here. There's an issue. It's not legal to put out an announcement and say, I will only rent my home to a Hispanic person. Not legal to do that. That is that is a violation of law. It is not legal to say, I will only hire a uh, Chinese American to be my COO of this company, right? It's not legal. You can't actually do that. But then you say, well, hold on, but doesn't that happen all the time? No, no, no. You see what they do in these diversity and inclusion offices. It's all the same thing with college admissions, which the Supreme Court's about to strike this down because it is unconstitutional. It is not equal protection under the law and it is racist. But what they do is they turn it into, you know, it's a gray area. It's a holistic approach. You know, we're looking, we, we would love a minority candidate for this role, but we would consider everybody, and they're not really, they're only going to take a minority candidate for a role. But when you make it that explicit, people start to realize, hold on a second. Are we okay with this? Are we okay with this? I mean, first of all, as you know, if anyone in any role in America said, I will only hire a white male for this job, not going to consider any other applications, not consider any other candidates. That person would never. That person would be fired. You know, kicked out of public life, kicked out of private life. I mean, it'd be the be the end of essentially their existence in American society. I mean, they would be completely canceled and destroyed. So we know that. Okay. Would we be comfortable with somebody saying, "We will only put an Asian, uh, an Asian female on the Supreme Court"? I think people would say, "That's." Well, why? Why aren't we just looking at the best possible uh, jurist with the most impeccable credentials and opinions written? And, and you know, why make it about uh, ethnicity or skin color in that way? Right? I think people would understand it. That, but because Biden and he said this when he was running and needed votes in South Carolina and a majority of Democrat voters in the state of South Carolina are black. So he said, I will put a black female on the Supreme Court. If elected, this became a promise that he made. But just because he made the promise, does, does that mean that that's I mean, is this the country that we all thought we're living in where you say I'm only hiring someone of, of a certain gender and a certain skin color for an incredibly important job that affects all of us? And that that I'm excluding not that I'll even take it into just take it into consideration. I am excluding all other people who don't fit into that category. Uh, is that is that OK? We, you know, it's interesting because we all just said, oh, Biden, of course, he's got this campaign promise. And then we started to process this, I think. We said, well, hold on a second. Does the Breyer, it's not his seat, of course, but the seat occupied right now by Breyer is going to open up. And we only are going to be considering this portion of possible Supreme Court justices because Biden says so. Now, he does have the right to appoint whom he wants. But you also don't just, you, you know, you can lease your home. Or, you know, lease a home to whom you want, in a sense, but you can't say, I will not rent to, or I will only rent to. Right? So why is it okay for a president to do that? 
What's the basis here for this? Why, you know, it's, you'll notice it's just the politics of the moment. Democrats are desperate. They need something. The Biden regime needs something to make it seem like, you know, he's following through, keeping promises. He needs the black vote. The Democrats need the black vote going into the midterms. They know it. The black vote is the reason Joe Biden won the Democrat primary, really, if you look at the numbers. So they understand how powerful, how potent uh, the African-American community is as a voting block and particularly within the Democrat Party, but also at the, at the national level beyond the primaries. Does that mean, though, that we forget what this country is supposed to stand for? Equal protection under the law. Content of your character, not the color of your skin. Remember all that stuff that we were supposed to stand for as a country? Apparently, that's all very situational. Come back in a second to my thoughts on where we're going with Russia, Ukraine. I just want to say um, I closed on a house this week with Done For Your Real Estate. It's not my first time. These guys are great. Uh, let me tell you what they do. You'll get on the phone with them. Um, you'll get on the phone with them and say, hey, I, I want to become a real estate investor. Let's say, what we're going to do is we're going to help you find because they have expertise. They're operating right now, whole teams, all they do. They know every neighborhood down to the street in the cities in which they are, are, are advocating for people to invest and, and directing people to invest in. You buy a house. They'll, they'll give you the broker. You work with a broker, a broker team. They'll sit there with you on Zoom calls, show you the different houses, and you go through all the specs. They'll show you the numbers, how much free cash flow, meaning how much cash do you get deposited in your bank account every month above the mortgage and the cost, right? Oh, wow, that's going to kick me X amount of dollars. And they'll tell you what the possible upside is for appreciation in the area. They'll help you get the loan for the house. They'll help you through the closing. They'll help you get a tenant in place. I mean, you can try to do all that stuff yourself, but I don't have the time. Do you have the time? Done for your real estate gets it done for you. That's the secret sauce here, friends. Go right now to this website, done for you buck. That's done for you buck. Write it out, doneforyoubuck.com. See how this works. I'll take you through every step of the process. Again, that's done for you buck.com done for you buck.com it's a great company great people and i've had so much success with them so far i'm a client so trust me um i think russia's going into ukraine i think it's going to happen any day any hour now so we'll do more of a deep dive into that tomorrow thanks for being here with me on the buck sexton show shields high